It's great to have your company for the weekly this 20th day of August. My name's Jessica Ramirez, a senior market analyst with Bell Direct. Well, it's been a huge week for markets. Firstly, volatility hit its highest level in five months on geopolitical tensions in Afghanistan, while sentiment also soured as US and China COVID-19 cases surged to seven and eight-month highs, respectively, and Goldman Sachs slashed its US economic growth forecast for the current quarter from 9% to 5.5%. Secondly, and locally, New South Wales COVID-19 cases have hit a record high, and lockdowns were again extended through much of Australia's population. As a result, the market is now expecting Australia to see its worst economic growth rate in 19 years. City is forecasting GDP or gross domestic product to fall to 0.4% from April to July, which is hurting bank stocks and sectors most exposed to lower economic growth. Meanwhile, on the commodities front, we're continuing to see industrial commodities fall. The oil price is trading lower for the sixth day. It's now at its lowest level since May amid demand concerns. So this is hurting oil stocks while the iron ore price has extended its heavy downtrend. It's lost 26% from its July high, falling from $219 US to $160 US because China, one of the world's biggest users, is cutting back on steel production. So this saw iron ore stocks sharply pull back. As a result of all of this, the Aussie share market entered what's called a technical downtrend, meaning we could continue to fall over the short term. Now, what do I mean by a technical downtrend? Well, looking at the chart, we can see at the top, on the 17th day of August, the market's short-term average fell below the longer-term trend. Now, this bearish signal means the market could continue to fall over the shorter term, and this basically triggered technical investors to sell out or reduce their holdings in the market. However, the good news is the market downtrend is likely to only be short-term. Over the longer term, the uptrend remains in place focused on the local and global economic reopenings. Now, despite the current lockdown, the market is trading higher than its 50 and 200 day moving averages. So we probably won't see that pullback that we experienced back in February, March 2020. We know the fundamentals are there for long-term share market growth. US unemployment claims have fallen to a one and a half year low. And in Australia, 50% of our population have had their first COVID-19 vaccination and Pfizer vaccinations are now open to those over the age of 16. And Australia is also allegedly set to reopen domestically once we have a 70% vaccination rate. And guess what? Singapore has 70% of their population vaccinated. So this week they opened their international borders to Germany, Brunei and Macau. So that's something for us to think about. But now let's highlight the moves of the week. We know the market fell over 2% from Monday to Thursday. That's the biggest pullback since January. In terms of the major themes, as mentioned earlier, iron ore and oil fell dramatically and banks took a hit on further lockdown. So that saw the mining sector fall about 9%. Energy lost 8% and banks fell over 2%. As for the best performers, though, in the ASX 200, they were stocks or companies delivering better than expected financial results to the market. They included 
patient software monitoring company ProMedicus PME, their shares up 16%. And mining contractor firm NRW, NWH is their ticker, they rose 15% to $1.92. And the stock was then upgraded by Macquarie and UBS, with price targets ranging from 220 to 240. As for the best performers in the broader all ordinaries, the biggest 500 stocks, investment manager Perpetual PPT also delivered much better than expected results, and their shares charged 23% higher to $39.17. Four brokers then upgraded PPT's stock, with Morgan Stanley, the most bullish, expecting PPT's shares to grow to $45 in a year. And remember, based on historical data from the past 11 reporting seasons, if a company's results beat or met expectations, their shares generally rallied strongly over the next four months. On the flip side, if a company missed expectations or delivered sour grapes, their shares generally fall over the next four months. So keep that in mind. And with that in mind, let's move to what to watch next week. Well, firstly, reporting season. So far this reporting season, of the 103 companies that have reported results, about 80% have exceeded or met estimates. That includes 36% of companies that have surpassed market forecasts and 44% of results being in line with expectations. On the downside though, 20% of results reported from companies so far missed expectations. So who's reporting next? amid the second busiest earnings result week. On Tuesday the 24th, Ansel AWN reports. On Wednesday, Zip, Z1P, results are out. On Thursday, A2 Milk, A2M, Woolies, WOW is their ticker, and Blackmore's BKL report. And on Friday, Wes Farmer's WES results are out. Remember, the key is to watch if the numbers are better than expected. Then you'll likely see their shares rally. If results are weaker or a company gives guidance so their earnings will drop in the year ahead, then we'll likely see a company's share price fall. Check out Bell Potter's reporting calendar, which has consensus, which are market expectations on it, and stay tuned to Bell Direct. Tune into our morning bell and reporting season updates as we share what you need to know. And lastly, for economic news to watch next week, there's a wad of data out, services sector data out on Monday, which is likely to remain in contractionary phase. Readings below 50 indicate activity is falling in the sector. Readings above 50 indicate the sector is growing. While the most watched data will be retail sales out on Friday. It'll be a preliminary reading before the ABS releases official numbers. Either way, sales will likely be negative following the 1.8% drop in retail spending in June. Why? Because we know stay-home orders have been enforced. However, lockdown spending will be a focus when it comes to stocks. And that's the weekly with plenty to consider. If you've got any questions or feedback, please leave your comments in the comments section on YouTube. From all of us here at Bell Direct, please stay safe and have a happy weekend. I'm Jessica Amir. Bye for now.